Everybody and welcome to the Dirty Work Minute podcast. It's the podcast where we're watching and discussing the 1998 uh, Norm Macdonald film, Dirty Work Minute by Minute. No, I'm keeping that. Oh, okay. that gold. I might just save that as the uh, perennial <laughs> intro to the show, so that nobody ever wants to listen past the first five seconds. I'm one of your hosts, David K. Jones, and I'm John Yabes, and today we have. Famous time traveler. Yeah. Uh, he just recently went back and watched The Big Bang and Ooh. turned out to be just your mom. No. Oh. <laughs> Here is Jeremy Castillo, everybody. <laughs> Hello, listeners. <laughs> okay, so today we're, uh, we're talking about Minute 17 of Dirty Work, and it starts with Dr. Farthing saying... If someone were taking bets on your father's bout with death, I'd bet on death. Your father's probably going to die. And it ends with Sam saying, I don't have to sit here and listen to this and just stand in there. Sam's showing a really good control of emotion. Yeah. You know, especially for a guy that's telling him that his dad's going to die in joke form. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a horrible analogy that he used. <laughs> First of all, as uh, Artie Lang in the scene, and as a fellow fat guy, I want to tell whoever d- did his wardrobe for this movie to find different work. Because you put a chubby guy in a small shirt that's horizontally striped, <laughs> and uh, you don't do that. So I hope this is the last movie you ever did. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, it is so closely uh, wound on his body. It kind of looks like uh, just an extension of his skin. Yeah, it's like it's painted on. Yeah, it's like body paint. (laughs) But, you know, like I'm not opposed to body paint, but... uh, Also, uh, he could have buttoned up one more button. (laughs) (laughs) He's in a hospital visiting his father, and he looks like he's going to a nightclub with a bunch of Middle Eastern guys. <laughs> like, the only thing he's missing is the gold chain and the sunglasses at night at night. Well, the thing is, like, Pops had his heart attack in the middle of the night, so they had to, uh... Leave the nightclub with the uh, Middle Eastern guys? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Well, they're all sitting around the living room. They're wearing different clothes than they were wearing when he had his heart attack, so they had to change at some point. And maybe they just got their clothes all mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, because Norm's, or Mitch's shirt is too big by a size and a half. Yeah. And Sam's shirt is way too small. <laughs> you think of one of them classic mix-ups on set where they just switch the wardrobes? <laughs> yeah, there were the, the two wardrobe people were running towards them, like, through the hall, because they were running late, and they ran into each other and dropped all their stuff, so they were just grabbing things. And like, oh, yeah. this must be... For Norm, and this must be for Artie. I'd like to imagine Sam shopping for clothes, going, this shirt fits perfectly fine. Excuse me, do you have this in two sizes smaller? I don't, I don't want to breathe. Yeah. Or maybe it's like, like Mitch, we think, might have been getting raised by Pops after his mom died. So maybe he's just getting hand-me-downs from Sam. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like his clothes are too big, and Sam's like, oh, I don't want... Your clothes to be that big on you, I'll start getting slightly smaller clothes, and we'll kind of meet in the middle. And, and this we, is the closest they can get. And we won't buy anything past 1978. Yeah. 
<laughs> like Sam's shirt looks like he's going to go to like a boat party on a lake. Yeah. With people who evade taxes legally. <laughs> like all he's missing is a pair of khaki shorts above the knee and some Sperry top sliders. <laughs> and I like uh like to point out just the dry delivery that Chevy Chase does. Oh yeah, it's so good. It's super good. I know we talked about this before, but this movie just kind of makes me want to watch just these three guys do stand-up instead. Yeah. <laughs> you got three guys in there that, can, uh, that are pretty good masters of the craft. Yeah. I'd, mm. uh, I'd argue. Does you Chevy mean, Chase do stand-up? I was just thinking. Uh, Has he done it in the last 40 years? I mean, like, you'd think he'd probably dabble in it before SNL. Probably. Unless he was an improv guy. Yeah. He's probably an improv guy. Probably. Because Artie I know does, like, the other two I know do stand up, yeah. but Chevy Chase, I'm not sure. Wow. So if, uh, if you're Chevy Chase, tweet us at Dirty Work Minute <laughs> and tell us what your background was in, in, in improv or stand up or whatever. And if you don't, you know why all those SNL people didn't show up to your roast. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure he's going to get on that right away. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to give Chevy Chase the uh, the nod here? Because I said this on the last episode yesterday that um, he's my favorite character in this movie, mm-hmm. other than the mains, because he's such a good degenerate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. The doctor that uh, doctor that uh, should not be a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I think uh, another interesting note is like you got the first uh, anchor of Weekend Update. So ah. seen with probably, arguably. The best anchor, yeah, of Weekend Update. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's yeah. a good little contrast right there. Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> and was I know Norm Macdonald had a sitcom yeah. on had, ABC uh, for a few years, a couple, couple right? right? Yeah, because he had the Norm Show, and then he had something else. I think it was just called Norm. Was it just called Norm? I, I think, think so? those were the, that was the same show. Oh, they just changed yeah. the name in the uh, middle of the run. But I wasn't Artie Lang in it. I know at some point Norm introduced Artie to Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah. and Artie started doing the Howard Stern show. Because yeah. I remember Nor- like all I remember about that show is Norm was an athlete and he got busted for gambling, so he had to be a social worker. And his friend <laughs> in the office was Laurie Metcalf, who was mm-hmm. Auntie Jackie on Roseanne. Mm-hmm. And I always felt bad for her because. Like, social work isn't easy, and you have to go through a lot of education, and just, you have to deal with the people who need social work. No. And then you have this degenerate who's doing it for community service. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like when I see actors who are washed up, they're like, I want to start doing stand-up. It's like, no, no, you're not. Stop it, Andy (laughs) Dick. And every professional wrestler that's doing it now, I don't, I think some of you are okay at it, but man, oh, stop it! <laughs> I do love when I do when I watch some of these guys talk about like they tell stories about specific things that happened to them, mm. you know, and then they're like, "You guys know everyone I know, right?" Like, <laughs> I was in the dressing room with uh, with JD Sparks, and that guy's crazy. <laughs> and then you're like, "What is this story?" I was on set with, with with I was on set with BD and let me tell you that guy doesn't know one thing about method acting right like uh, don't do stand up comedy 
like, yeah, you obviously don't know. But, like, stamp is one of the weird things where you just have to try to find that, you know, you, you want to be mass appealing. What does that even mean, right? Like, at the same time, you're trying to make things your own. So, I mean, but, like, you don't want to make it so personal. Yeah, that, like, no one understands it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you want it to be personal enough that it's relatable, but also, like, original. So no one can take your stuff. Uh-huh. Or not that everyone's out to steal your material like all the comedians ever seem to think there are. Like all these joke thieves that are just waiting yeah. to steal your bit about burritos or whatever the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> but also you don't want to make it sound so generic that anyone else could do your material and it'd be okay. Yeah. Like, or and like, it would be just as funny. <laughs> it's a hard... It's a hard medium to find. Yeah, and you can just, you should just probably ask yourself for uh, every word you say, right? Like every topic that you bring up. Do other people know about this? This is. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have to be working ten feet away from me to understand this? Uh-huh. Maybe I should just keep this to myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, is six hundred dollars a good deal for a fully adjustable hospital bed? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Considering like a regular mattress at uh, some place like Sleep Train or Costco is about that much, right? And it's just the mattress. Also, you don't have dead people's <laughs> spirit in the yeah, in, in your Sealy or your Tempur-Pedic. <laughs> I'm just gonna drop as many name brands as possible because yeah. one of these fuckers are gonna sponsor you. <laughs> Casper, yeah, Casper mattresses. Um, Maserati. <laughs> if you make a mattress, uh, David wants one. Yeah, I want one of your cars. Hey, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna drive it. I'm just gonna sell it. Hey, just, just give me your car. Oh, yeah. but, or just a check for money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just give me money. You, yeah. you can't just say it like that, right? Like people want to hear you have incentive. You know, when people are like, "Just give me money," like, yeah. "Oh, you lazy asshole." <laughs> And yeah. you're like, well, man, what's the difference between me asking for something and selling it and me just asking for money? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess, I guess there's effort in selling, right? But yeah, like, exactly. Somebody gets something out of it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that too. You should, you should feel good when you make give someone so much money that their yeah. lives change forever. Yeah. Exactly. Should be a, That's how you change the world. Yeah, you hear that, rich people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give us checks for money. Yeah. yeah. That's it. And like our elated faces should be... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Give you all the good, all give give you all the good feels that you want. Yeah, and you can tell your maid or like the woman you're fucking behind, like the woman you're fucking at the office. Like I helped a peasant today and <laughs> felt good. <laughs> so we're still referring them to peasants, sir. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I don't pay you yeah. to talk, woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dream, though. Is to one day make so much money that you can just refer to poor people as peasants, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. That's what you would say. I do that now. (laughs) Like, I just talk about, I just say that to people that have less money than me. (laughs) Somehow. (laughs) One of my dreams actually is to have have an office on the top of a building where I could, you know, stand right next to the window with my arms behind my back. Looking down at everyone going, look at those (laughs) ants down there. (laughs) They'll feel this soon. (laughs) (laughs) And you just spit out the window. Yeah, I'm gonna buy all the I'm gonna buy all the city blocks and build parks. 
like all the parks are going to look exactly the same, and all of them are going to have a statue of me in the center. <laughs> the same statue. <laughs> Every single park. No one's going to be able to tell how to get anywhere. No. So I'm like, what? where do you live? Uh, by the Yabe statue. Which one? Uh, the Yabe statue by the Baskin and Robbins, not the one by McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, who? Can you give me streets? It's like, oh, that's not going to help. Yabez. We named all the streets in the city Yabez. Yeah. <laughs> Just random underscores. So yeah, good luck with that. Uh, it's on the corner of Yabez Boulevard and Yabez Avenue. If you hit Yabez Loop, you're gone too far. Well, life goals there. Yeah. Uh, also, I want to... I just want to... Uh, you know what? Never mind. I'm going to... Does the gambling pop again in this clip? Yeah. It does, right? yeah. Okay, yeah. No. I'm going to save it up to next the, the next sure. one. I just yeah. thought of something I want to say. Oh. I'll save it. Just, uh... For the future where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. So you're having this conversation right now. Yeah. At that point in, mm-hmm. in time. Uh, the past me had to remember that I had this already. Uh, for listeners, you guys can hear that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. So you guys have anything else for today's minute? Good minute. Yeah, good minute. If you work at Maserati, uh, <laughs> give me money yeah. or a car. Or a hospital bed. <laughs> yeah, a nice cheap hospital bed. Uh, I'd buy a hospital bed from Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> All right, well, Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Will you be able to come back tomorrow? Yes, I will. All right. And listeners, you can join us tomorrow for Minute 18 of Dirty Work Minutes. I wish you were here. Our theme song is Emotional by Ouroboros. You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible.